Lelimelech Bluth, Zeich Etzadik Lebrachu, who is one of the greatest Talmidim of Ramosha Feinstein Zatzal, he gave a psak for a boy who was turning by mitzvah, and he said, put on tefillin when you want to put on tefillin. Don't put it on when you don't want to. The boy was going through certain problems, and he didn't want him to feel the pressure, because he knew that then he'll, he'll feel disgusted from it and he'll stop. So he said, you put it on when you want to. And also, the boy was used to using electronics on Shabbos because he needed to, and he told him, for you, that's your oinig Shabbos. To, right? This is Edus right here. It's told to her. You could use your electronics on Shabbos, and you'll know when you don't need it anymore. When you don't need it anymore, you'll know. Until then, Hashem wants you to have Einik Shabbos, and this is your Einik Shabbos. What a, what a, um, plates, what shoulders. Not just to say, well, you know, in your case, maybe once, try not to. He didn't want him to feel that. He wanted him to feel, you got this. When you're in the mood, you put on your tongue. If he's so, imagine how, we all are a lot of times, not all, I mean, not me, maybe some of you, are not in the mood of putting on tefillin, right? We all feel that, but that's not what we're talking about. We could all do it. But he knew that this kid, if he's not in the mood, it's going to be so painful for him. Yiddish guy is not supposed to cause pain. So this is not a blanket statement, but smart, gedolim, tzaddikim, intuitive. He was the rav of so many, of Women's League and of so many organizations. Kai Lifeline, he understood chayle nefesh. He understood that that pressuring somebody to the point that he's going to make him disgusted is a long-term lose, 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 lose. So instead, he told him, if you're not in the mood, don't put it on. And this way, it should always be something that he's doing. He doesn't have a aversion to it. He shouldn't, he shouldn't create a disgust for it. It's amazing to have plates like that, to have such wide shoulders, and that he, to tell him, don't even, don't feel bad that you're using your, your computer on Shabbos. Because Nebuch, if he didn't do it, it would be very bad for him. So he said, this is Oynik Shabbos for you. And so this boy asked, Rebbe Melech Bluth Tzatzal, so does that mean that I'm not being Mechal Shabbos? And he said, yes, you're not being Mechal Shabbos when you use your electronics. And the result is now, since then, it's already a few years, a nice few years. He has a car, and he has, he will never drive his car on Shabbos, he will never turn a light on, he doesn't do anything else because he's keeping Shabbos. The only thing he does, because he needs it, is his electronics that he uses, because Rebbe Melech told taught him that that's what if that's what you need so look look how many avarice he saves he's tell a kid you're a machal Shabbos okay then I'll smoke on Shabbos then I'll turn the lights on I'm out anyway he told no no this you need this is like your pacemaker you need to have this on Shabbos right this is for your mental health right and therefore he feels in right we once had that where someone told uh, their daughter Oh, you dress like that, so now you're not part of the part of uh, Yiddishkeit anymore. So she dropped everything. She she might have dropped everything anyway, but that's not the message we want to give. Okay, you're struggling with sneers. You could still keep Shabbos. You could still fast Yom Kippur. You're out. That we're excommunicating them is the worst thing you can do. We say okay, everybody's trying their best. It's part of not judging people negatively. Even even when it looks like they're being negative. And it's part of all of the work that we're doing to, to show them that we, you don't say to them, I believe you're still good even though you're eating trafe. We don't say that. But we believe that. And then we don't, we don't judge them negatively. They feel it. The stipler started writing about a lot of our bottom, a lot of people don't know about it. In Barapak, there's a great big paisik 
He wrote many, many svarim. One of the big paiskim. Rabbi Gavriel Tzinner. He wrote, uh, what's this called? Is this Nitei Gavriel. Nitei Gavriel. He wrote Sefer Nitei Gavriel. It's a big paisik. And he says one, he told me, told me this story. Friday night, got a knock on the door. So mature woman, 40, 50 years old, not a little kid. She says, I'm feeling suicidal. So he's, he didn't know what, what's going to happen. He's going to pull out a gun. You know, like he said, don't do it, don't do it. Don't. So he said, come inside, sit down. He said, what calms you down? Anything that calms you down when you feel suicidal? She said, sewing. Sewing is usr, usr, gomer on Shabbos, right? It's one of the, one of the 39 malachas. One of the Lama Tess big ones, right? He said, sew. If you feel suicidal, you should sew. Just like Hatzalah breaks Shabbos to save a life, you're breaking Shabbos to save your life. Sew and calm yourself down. And do what you have to do. Paiskim need to know how to deal with these situations. A lot of Paiskim don't even know the psak of the Chazanish about a car and about, you know, supplying a car to someone who is going to drive on Shabbos. A lot of Rabbanim think, well, you can't enable. Chazanish said you should buy the car. And it's in Maise Ish. We have to know a new sugya. People who are hurting so bad up here that they hurt themselves or that they cut themselves or they need medication. It's a new world, a world of emotional pain. It's all about emotional pain. There are still physically sick people, Nebuch. I'm not putting them down. But all the healthy people, we have, we used to have sick people, and then the rest were healthy. Now we have from the healthy people, sick people, and there's no x-ray for it. And they're really hurting. And that's why they numb themselves, and that's why they create all kinds of problems for us, and for them, and for the world. And it's horrible, horrible. We have to understand deeply not to judge them. A lot of people, they say things, and they have no idea how hurtful it is, and they can't understand why the kid is so is so angry. I got a call from a family. These calls are heart wrenching. And the kid was thrown out of the house, like really thrown out. Nice parents, but they lost it because he was being completely crazy and abusive to the other kids. Three years, he's out of the house, no contact. Many parents come to me with those situations, and we rectify it. I think it's 100% of the time. If not, it's 99% of the time. I mean, relative ease. They didn't realize that Well, that the kid coming down at 4 o'clock in the afternoon is in pain and it feels like a loser and is a loser losing at life and doesn't need a comment like, oh, now you want breakfast or now we serve supper. They didn't realize. Then the kid explodes. That's like the straw that breaks the camel's back and they go crazy and they act abusive and they're... Or this kid Nabuch who was struggling with being gay. You know what that struggle is? 13, 14, 15, because he, it's, it was a result of whatever. And he, that, and he was explosive anger, but it wasn't, they had midos, but they didn't know that. So we don't know how to deal with stuff. So I wrote them back. I said, you know, yeah, I, I've, I, that's my specialty. When you're, when you know how to deal with someone like that without hurting them, they, they not only, the anger goes away, right? Not only, you, if you rebuild the trust, you end up with a sweetheart of a kid. It's usually the most sensitive kids. They can't take, they can't, they, if they get into their brain, for some reason Hashem gave me a kid brain that I could really feel the frustration that their, their whole life is being ruined and then you give that little comment. Like, that's what I needed. Maybe if you got up in the morning, maybe you wouldn't, maybe it's all coming from judgment that we think they're bad, lazy, or stupid. That's the shayrish. We don't think that they have emotional fever, which is why we must develop a therm- thermometer that tells us 
fever, because we know fever. If we saw 104, we, at 4 o'clock in the morning, the kid wakes up after throwing up at night and not being able to sleep and sweating and having 104. What do we say at 4 o'clock? We say, look who's here. A smile. How are you doing? What's, we don't, I'm not going to change the rules of the house because of you. I'm not lowering. It's not, it's middle of the day. Don't, don't, uh, show that you accept it because then they think that you're enabling it. And then why should they change? All of that goes out to fever. And that's our job to understand the emotional fever like you all are doing. When you see the kid, all of a sudden, the same kid that you hated, your eyes change, and you just feel so bad. My kid is suffering. Because no kid wants to be dysfunctional. No kid wants to be any of the things that you come here about. And even in Yiddishkeit, we know that every Yid is a chelik, ilka, mimau, mamish. And that means that no Jew wants to be not from. That's what we believe. Whether Whether people... Seeing, hearing those words, you know, believe it or not, that's what we believe. What goes up must go down. That's what we, we understand that the essence of all of our kids are and it never, that, that thing that we have, it's like the black box on an airplane can never get tainted no matter what they do. And that's why I've seen I've seen atheists and, and monsters, you know, and hatred and all of that against, you know, against Judaism, you know, and, and I've seen that just dissipate. And it's up to parents' love the most and, and family and everybody else. Hashem should help all of our kids that they should get healthy and what's sweet should feel to them sweet. That's the idea, to get on their bandwagon and then we have influence and then they're going to want I always say you don't want your kid to dress sneeze. You want your kid to want to dress sneeze. You could force your kid to dress sneeze. A big mistake. You want them to want it. That doesn't come from pressure and force and control. And the way to get them to want it, Chazanish taught us, and all the and the Balshantiv and all the svarim that we have taught us the power of influence that comes from love and using your love to boost them to have the best life, most fun possible. And then we and then we pray. We pray before, during, and after.